Hey there, Lions fans. This is the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy, Tom, and Rich Hello. coming to you from north of the 55th parallel here. 55th? Out, 55th, 45th. I said 45th. 45th. Half of the 90th. And, and too many ifs. Yes, too many ifs. <laughs> and yeah, we're coming to you from the back 40 of the M66 North Studios, where we're hunting grackles. They're 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 getting into the eaves and they're invading the, the attics of our house, of our studio, and got to get them out. But well, we want to make sure and everybody knows that no grackles were harmed during the recording not of this, during of this the deal. Recording or creation of this podcast. <laughs> it was all prior. <laughs> yeah. 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 They follow the robins around. They're, you know, just, they're you disturbing know. the state bird of Michigan, and we're, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, yeah. we're trying to shoo them away. Yes, this is activism here. <laughs> So, protecting what is your own. Shooing away from our robins' territory. Yes, we're getting the invasive species <laughs> out of here. Trying to clean up the, the neighborhood. And uh, speaking of well said. neighborhoods, Detroit's neighborhood is getting a little more crowded with football players. Yeah. <laughs> That's a horrible segue. <laughs> But it has got crowded, it, and we like it because it's a good crowd to hang with. It really it was a is. Flat, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's but a I, good I crowd, though, Rich. Got us there. It's yeah. crowded, but it's a good crowd. It is a good crowd. Oh, a great crowd. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we swapped out tight ends basically. Uh, who, who is that, uh, Randy? Uh, Josh, well, Josh. Josh Hill. Yeah. Josh Hill retired. It, I don't know what the deal is. He's Thirty-five. Something like that, in mid thirties, you know, because yeah, he probably three, got to Detroit and just said, "Josh Hill, yeah, yeah, eight years." You know, so yeah, he's still like thirty. Yeah, you know, well, you know, yeah, for as long as he was at uh, New Orleans, you think his family's probably still down there. Yeah, yeah. Probably come up here, go. Well, do I really want to be away from my family yeah. that long? Is right. so, you know, at this right. age, so. What the heck? Let's retire, you know. And, and it's yep. good that he let management know that as soon as he did. And we right away got another guy in, Darren Fells. Who? Darren <laughs> Fells. I remember him. Yeah, most yeah. of the people should from a couple of years back. I thought, didn't he like play a different position? Like, didn't they like switch him up on something? No, uh, wasn't him. Nope. Darren Fells. Darren Fells. No. Six, seven, Six, tight end. Is yeah, that yeah. Six, seven, tight end. Who am I thinking of? Because I can't remember. He's a 280 pounds. No, yeah. Darren Fells has always been. A tight end. Yeah. 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 But, but he, the thing is, he, yeah, go ahead. No, he didn't really start playing until he was 28. Right. And here, so he's 34 or whatever. Yeah, he's, 34, 35. But he's like a 28 year old. Yeah, he was, you know, like he's a big, he's like, he's a power forward. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. He played basketball. Before he got to the NFL, yeah, uh, but you know what? Yeah, not NBA, yeah, yeah. but you know. I, I think he just was, keeps getting better. I'm yeah. getting mixed up with that kid that played for the Lions that's from Michigan State. They switched him to something. It was that wasn't he a tight end for Michigan like State? Sokol or don't something? Know. No, or, no, don't no, that know. it doesn't matter. That was part of Patricia's <laughs> regime. Though no, that that shit's it. long gone. Okay. So now here we're uh, so far gone. You've we got some transactions. You guys want me to hit these on these? Because yeah, yeah. I told you about Darren Fells. All right. Yeah. That Let's happened. Start uh, what we, uh, yeah, after the draft, we did cover last 
uh, last podcast, uh, what, the first nine UDFAs? Yeah, there were signs. Yeah, a couple that came out that Saturday night, or well, nine. Um, yeah, yeah. And, then, so, yeah, yeah. Were, and I think Randy's got the rest of them. Well, yeah, there was like yeah. 13 of them. Right, together. there's four more. Yeah, they and got all, those, size, they, all of those were confirmed. There was they, 13 confirmed yeah, by so, the, the. And they signed, and they signed all 13 of them uh, on, the, on the third. And uh, so that, that was all done deal there. And yeah. then on the fourth, they signed two more. Long snapper Scott Daly and guard Evan Heim, who has got a pretty good chance of uh, competing for a spot on this team. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that's when Darren Fells came in on the 5th, and then on the 6th, they released Carrion Johnson. Good guy. Who, incidentally, a couple days later, was picked up by Philadelphia. Randy did not slap me or anything when that happened. So... <laughs> Yeah. No, I, you if, know, if you listen to prior podcasts, and you know, maybe maybe you're, this is only your second podcast with us. We we, we had a, a good bump in our listenership uh, over the draft because yeah, of the draft. Yeah, uh, yeah, very, yeah, very nice. Um, but if you had listened to many of our prior podcasts, at uh, one point I mentioned that if we got a running back, he's probably going to be Carry On's replacement. And, yeah, oh, and uh, I was just like, you're just <laughs> you're jinxing us, man. You're yeah, exactly. Okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Because you wanted to slap me. <laughs> it was I was at that point in time a real big believer uh, of Carry On. But listen, I love Carry On, and and yeah, and I was always like, you know, come on now, you yep. got a perfectly good running back here. And there's some people out there that you know kind of you know are a little bit upset about. About him letting him go, but yeah. thing and was, was I, I wasn't saying I, it was going to happen this soon either. Right, I, I, and that's good for carry on. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, right. Don't wait. Was, you know, was, don't wait. You figure, hey, you know, we drafted this guy in the seventh round. We added two more running backs in, in the uh, UDFAs. Yep. And uh, so, it, and here's the thing: when they drafted carry on. You know, I was not crazy about him necessarily because he really doesn't fit in the mold of the kind of backs that I like to draft. And he was the second choice. And quite frankly, Swift the, doesn't really even of, that of the administration either. at the time. He was their second choice. Uh, they wanted Nick Chubb, I believe, or not Chubb. Um, well, they moved up was, to get him. So right, the uh, Seattle took the guy yeah, that they was wanted. Your second choice, you should have just stayed yeah. where you were. Right, at. yeah, right. And it you know, was uh, Quinn did a lot of things wrong. So, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, uh, but well, yeah, I I just think that he, you know, carry on. Since he hurt his knees, he isn't. He runs a little bit too straight up. Um, I disagree with people that say he lost a step. I think he's actually regained his speed. I think his speed was fine, but he doesn't have that cut, that hard, you know, plant in, in, right. you know, and yeah. make your cut. He's you got to have good knees. That's to because do that. his knees are wasted. <laughs> you know, they really are. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. that's the whole thing. What what did they say? He, he, he kind of rounds out the edge, right? He gets yep. the edge. He just yep. rounds it out. And, and, hope, and I think he's plenty fast enough, even in the even in the passing game. Especially in the passing game, yeah. You know, as, but he as doesn't an really wiggle you know? and cut and make anybody right. Well, Carryon's biggest problem was the old average. Is it what is it? Uh, uh, the agility, the best agility is availability, and Carryon did not have was not really available 
very often. You know, he missed a lot of games. Well, his first two years. I mean, that's been the big thing that everybody brings up. But remember, he played the whole season this last year. He did, but in a reduced role, and he played it well. And and his, but it's still he's not the style. I think stylistically, he's just not what these guys. Right, and he's also you're not getting a, a, a the performance and the snaps of a, a second round draft pick yeah. um, out of him. You know, you can get all of that out of Jamar Jefferson. This well, is last yeah, year, his fourth year. I understand yeah. pass blocking is, yeah. is difficult. And right. It's not just going to happen with Jamar. Jamar might not necessarily be in there on third <laughs> Right. It's, it may be Williams. Maybe, well, yeah. you know, it, Jamal might hopefully. be there a, a lot. Yeah. A lot more than people think. Uh, yeah, so I think they they kind of. Uh, well, I was talking, telling this to Randy. I heard on the POD cast uh, oh. that Jer- Jeremy with Jeremy Reisman, Jeremy Reisman, Chris Perfett, and Ryan Matthews. Yes, that uh, Eric Schlitt at times. Uh, at times, um, but not this time. Um, what they, what'd they say? They said because uh, they they're all you know into the the Twitch streams and and things that and I don't quite. Uh, so you're not going to quote this. Right? <laughs> well, it's I think weird. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's they, like when the first time that Carrion met Dan Campbell, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Carrion Johnson is uh, is big into streaming and gaming and things and Twitch streaming and which all the youngsters, you know, they get into the, them with the internet and all that. Uh, <laughs> um, not to pigeonhole ourselves here into old man territory. Um, but, yeah, so back to Kerryon Johnson. He said that uh, the first time he met Dan Campbell, he fired him. <laughs> I think that was Brad Holmes. The first time he, oh, he talked was to it, yeah, Brad, Brad Holmes, Holmes. Okay. Yeah, he fired him. Oh, okay. Brad so Holmes he wasn't fired. really that thrilled about the situation. Right. You know, some people thought that maybe he asked to be moved, you know. But, um, no, it's just stylistically he doesn't fit what they want to do. You know, and um, I mean, that's just basically, I mean, how it, what it falls down to. Yeah, Kyrie is a good run blocker. There's no doubt about, or pass blocker, I'm sorry. Yeah. He can, he can yeah. pass block yeah. in the backfield. And but he can catch the ball well. Yeah, but run bad, pretty but much a one-sided guy. Though, yeah, and know? I always felt that he was undersized, you but know, he is quite fast. frankly. He is fast. I mean, he's like 5'11", 207 or something like that. At 5'11", I want you to be... You know, like two twenty plus. Yeah. You know, because yeah, exactly. ideal size for me is like five ten, two twenty. Yeah. You know, those kind of guys, you know, can hold up, and they're powerful, and they keep the ball moving forward. You don't see them getting, you know, I mean, they're always pushing forward. You got to see those those guys that have good balance, and that's with like Jamir. Jamir. Jamar. Jamar. Jermar. 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 Jermar who? Jefferson. JJ. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, in the seventh round. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you watch him run, I mean, everything is, is you know, moving forward. He's got good balance. Very good People balance. People hit him. He just he keeps around. Good, going. does the spin yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and the, knock, the knock on him, I think, was the, a slow 40 time. When yeah, he, he when he actually was the the we don't care about uh, that with when, you, when you come in when you get him into the he did on field analytics right yeah. and the, the the data points that they they have he was like the second fastest 
player analytically on field. Yeah, but I don't think he just had a bad. Wise. He just had a bad pro day altogether, though. No, I think it was just. Well, I don't think. Day. Yeah, but I don't think any of them. Uh, the running backs, EDFAs, really um, had great times. Uh, the little guy, but might have had the best. Uh, yeah, see, I got. I don't have all of them. I've got uh, I, wide receivers mostly, but as far as time goes, uh, no, there's some quarterbacks. No, I don't have any times on any of the wide receiver or uh, running backs. Right, Boyd and Mills. Now, yeah, Diedrich. I mean, Mills. there's. I've already heard that uh, Boyd has, you know, now got a real shot. You know, say at your, uh, your, uh, running back four or sure. three. You know, and um, I watched cool. a bunch of film on uh, Mills there in Nebraska. I and I was like, how did this kid not get drafted? I know. Well, I watched that some of that <laughs> his film on him too, and it's like. Holy mackerel, this kid just runs. I bad, mean, just well, he's purely he's a bad really Big flows. Ten team. Yeah. Is that it? Just a bad Big Ten team that <laughs> yeah. didn't get noticed? Yeah. Anytime they did do anything good, it was basically Mills doing it. Um, yeah, exactly. I, you know, yeah, he might have gotten hurt a little bit in the middle oh, of the season. Oh, yeah, I think I had something on that. That'll do it, too. But, yeah, yeah, in he, a season like 2020, if you miss five games due to injury... You could easily get overlooked, and I think that that probably yes. happened a lot. I, th I think yeah. he had like a like, like. And hopefully that happened with uh, some of our UDFA's, like they're saying that four of them had draftable mm -hmm. grades. Yeah, I got on Bills. I got here. It says a really good blocker and a red zone threat. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's a transfer too. Yeah. See, that's that's right. He was yeah. a transfer. Senior. Yep. And uh, he had some injuries, and I think it was a knee. I'm not sure. It's probably another thing. He's probably be a little bit older. Yeah. You know, so at running back, we have Rakeem mm -hmm. Boyd from Arkansas, uh, along with Diedrich Mills. And Boyd's, you know, he's he's uh, talked about as, a, you know, a solid running back. I think he might be a little bit lighter than Yeah, than he got injured. Two. His season ended as a senior after six games. So that's some kind of injury. I think okay. it was, that might have been a hip. Okay. I'm not so well, sure. He's looked good, but we're not really sure if he's going to be ready. And uh, and you need a stockpile running backs. I mean, they take a beating. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think the life expectancy of an average running back in the NFL is like three years, is mm. it like three, three and a half, or something like that? Right. Yeah. And it was no surprise that they that they drafted one this year. We we figured it would be late. Yeah, we uh, should draft one every year. Actually, I think <laughs> you know, seriously. As often as they run the ball, you would think at some point, hurt. hopefully, that they they would have you know a good enough uh, room where they could take a year off <laughs> from drafting. But, but yeah, I get it. Well, are we done with the running backs? You want to move on into wide receivers? We are talking about the undrafted free agents that just yeah, 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 just, uh, just really, we talked about nine of them last uh, last time, um, but we didn't have a whole lot of information. Yeah, we, we, we kind of covered the, out of last Yeah, week, let's go know? through the whole top 13 yeah. that they, they, they have officially signed. Um, the two running backs, uh, and then that uh, we talked about, and then Jonathan, wide receiver Jonathan Adams, Jr. from yeah. Arkansas State, yeah, wide receiver. Uh, 4.5940. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he had, uh, I got uh, 6'2", 210, had a 39-inch vertical and a 132-inch broad, broad jump. Which guy was that? 
Jonathan Adams John, Jr. Right, right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so very athletic, not super fast. He, he had but a draftable grade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah for many guys. He reminds me of Cephas a little bit. I mean, just not real super fast, but runs really good routes. And he would be taller than Cephas too, I think, at six two, right? Uh, a little bit. Cephas six one. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I don't have that. Yep. Six one ish. Right. Uh, yeah, he, that's all right, Randy. Yeah. And then uh, Javon uh, McKinley from Notre Dame that he, they actually uh, it's reported they gave him a hundred thousand dollar guarantee. It, that's yeah. a very familiar name to me, just from watching college football and yeah. seeing Notre Dame a few times here and there. Yeah. And, and, which is in, in I haven't really. I never saw him in articles or, you know, talked about leading into the draft like he was a big prospect or anything. But uh, they have obviously taken to him a little bit well, he had pretty, <laughs> with that $100,000. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had pretty good numbers uh, on his senior year. Uh, maybe these are, yeah, these are probably totals. Uh, he had 42 catches, 717 yards, three touchdowns. That's probably, yep, yeah, that's just his senior year, yeah. Yep. So at six two two fifteen, yeah, in all ACC honorable mention. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I got out of Notre Dame. Honorable mention. Yeah, a lot of kids coming out of Notre Dame that you know are it's solid kids. They're not Dame. spectacular, but you yeah, know. like our offensive line, I think. Yeah, and then the and last, the, the third one was Sage Surratt that uh, a lot of people really like out of Wake Forest. Yeah, I really liked him. His I saw brother I, was was drafted right, and I, and I believe Sage Surratt had a draftable grade on him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I thought maybe the Detroit, you know, could get him in the later rounds, but we didn't have any I, later I rounds. I saw him as high as third round at times. Did you? Yeah. Well, you know, but if for some he's a little he slower. Yeah, he is. An, again, I mean, all three of these guys are kind of like the the bigger, taller, right. good possession receiver guys. Put those guys on the outside and the speedy you guys know. in the inside. Yeah, probably turning the defenses inside out. But yeah, right? you're going to have something of everything. So it, it's a good chance that, you know, one of these guys, at least, one of these three receivers could make the team. Very easily. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Terrell Williams, Perriman, uh, right, you know, uh, St. Brown, of course, and then Cephas is four. So, uh, and then, of course, uh, there's a couple other guys that are scattered in there. Another, uh, the, the return yeah. specialist uh, uh, is basically an offensive guy, too, that's a receiver. So that's, you know, if, you, if he makes the team, uh, that's. You know, five. You know, that's five. You can get, you know, go with six, up to six. I've, I've got another note here on McKinley. If you're uh, going 25 on 25 and 25 on the roster, on, you know, yeah, 53-man roster. I've got another note here. It says he's a guy who still has not reached his peak. A uh, physical pass catcher. He is a build-up runner, which means he's not fast out of the gate, but the farther he runs, the, the more steep okay. he builds up. So he's kind of, yep, he's kind of like Galladay. Right? Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. I mean, Galladay, once he got those legs going, whoa. Right. Like I that, mean, he was racking off nine-yard strides. That first know? touchdown that, that he grabbed, I don't know if you remember that, that uh, the first the one, first one just freaking steamboating, uh, maybe a double move straight down the field, got behind everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Stafford threw it out there about 10 yards in front of him at the goal line, and he jumps it and 
lands on his chest and you know does exactly what we saw him do for the rest of his time in Detroit is you know <laughs> catch it and just completely annihilate himself but <laughs> yeah, belly belly slide belly <laughs> flop yeah well, I got a I got another yeah I got another, yeah, another kind of don't hear uh, uh yeah, Sage great ones that way. It was for sure. I, I, I got jumping I got, out of the couch. I got some more notes here on Sage Surratt. He, he's a physical player. He can play through close contact. A uh, really big target. Does not run fast. He is not a birder. Right. He's, so. But he's a smart he's, route runner. Speed, is, but speed is his biggest problem. This yeah. really is interesting because this whole lead up to the draft, I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking for receivers that can get separation that aren't. Contested catchers that that aren't Galladay, and and here we are like, all these guys are kind of like contested catchers and Galladay. Well, so what's going on? The you thing know, is, everyone said that Goff like, needed separation from his wide receivers. The thing mm -hmm. is with Sage though, is that I have to give uh, Dosadia credit for this because I was watching him when he pointed out that how he he could can come in at the line and has really good hands to get that first step. And then down the field has a crisp cut. Beats press man yeah, off the line. Yeah, and, and, and he's, like, open, you know? Right. So I, I think... Well, the whole thing is, if you're a smart route runner, too, these bigger guys, I mean, you know, it, it, they're not always in man-to-man. -man. So, I mean, when you get into those zone coverages, I mean, these, guys, these big guys, they're smart, know how to just run the route, settle yeah. into their zone, you know, and they're a big... You know, they're a big target. So, um, and then they're big enough to, in some cases, to uh, break tackles and move on. So, you know, thing is, is that, yeah, it seems smart to, you know, to go after them man-to-man -man most of the time. But not every team has the, you know, defensive backs right, yeah. to do that. And if we can get a, a, team, a team effort here between our, the quarterback and the, these contested catch receivers, if, if they can... Land on their feet, unlike Galladay. <laughs> we may well, have a, a more productive offense. Yeah, just out of that. Well, um, the fact that Goff throws a little slower ball, well, might mean that these guys would catch up to it rather than have to dive for it. Right. Right. You know, I mean, Stafford, like, I mean, it's not going to go by the blink of an eye. Yeah, you know. stylistic differences that, yeah, that can make know. a difference. Might, in, yeah, it might work in their favor. Efficiency. So you want to move in? And then, and then the tight ends? Yeah, that's what I was going to move in. Another Notre Dame guy with Brock Wright. There you go. Notre and Dame. Ohio State, Jake Hossman. Yeah, and, yeah um, he's like their third tight end, I think. Uh, which, you know, he was it, a blocking tight end, right, and, and like Ohio State's third tight end, right. And block, uh, Brock Wright is also a blocking tight end. He had seven catches in, in yeah. his whole college career. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> a blocking I, I career. Don't think, that is. Did Jake have any? Right, exactly. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not so oh, sure either. Let me sure. look. Let's see what I got out here. Yeah, big blockers. Yeah, big tight. I like uh, it. Absolutely. I like it. Well, yeah, he had... Uh, bring him in, develop him. Uh, he had uh, 95 receptions for 1,349, 17 touchdowns. So Hosman is more of a catching tight end. He's a dual threat. <laughs> yeah, that's a career. 95 receptions, 1,349 yards, 17 touchdowns. How, how big is he? 
He is 6'4", 255. Okay, so a little okay. shorter, not the receiver well, tight. Well, not a tight mid, end. He's, he's a mid-range mid tight end. Hawkins right. is, is 250, 255, 250, yep. you know. My think Hawks like 6'5", too. Yeah, let's say 6'4", he's a little smaller. smaller. Yeah, so. six, yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he's a little, you know, he's getting up there. Yeah, yeah, and a side note on Hawk, yeah, he's been going crazy there, working out with his buddy. Mr. Kittle? Mr. Kittle. All right. So they're having a lot of fun together. That's good. Iowa boys. Yeah, I, yeah we just hope, yeah, that it continues to work, uh, rub off uh, <laughs> on, on TJ. Yeah, no, yeah. He could be a beast. He could be. I think they're going to really feature him a lot in well, this we, we talked. To, we talked last year how Hawkinson was one of the guys on the team that was kind of just like, hey, I'm over here. I, I, I can do a lot more if you just let me. <laughs> you know? Kind of, kind of. I, I really. But it was that. just a, yeah. I mean, and his, it was his second year. Um, yeah, he could have. Yeah. He could And with the whole regime change and the interim regime and, and all that, uh, I can see where nothing was optimal for anybody and the, the COVID and all that. So I mean, if they get him wide open a few times on, on bootlegs. Remember that one game? Against Arizona, and uh, he had like 130 yards and all that and whatnot, and yeah. it never happened again. Just a month. Well, from tight end, let's move well, in a little farther. Year, let's that move inside a little farther. We got my favorite player of all the undrafted free agents, Tommy Kramer. This guy's a guard from Notre Dame again. See, you're six five, three oh nine. Start, started 39 games in college. Didn't they? Did Notre Dame have five, five or six linemen drafted? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We've, we've seen them a lot. I mean, not up in the top, you know, not in day one, or you know, maybe just you know too much. Or, They're getting drafted by reputation, you know. But um, well. I just because think that there's good value in those yeah, middle rounds. Really good value at, at a position that we are pretty light in. Right, and they, they've got a good coach over there, an old line coach. I don't know who he is, but he's he's pumping out yeah, talent. I heard, yep, another national guy that was like, you know, Detroit's killing it with these UDFAs. Tommy Kramer was one of my guys, you know. I mean, he was like had a fifth-round grade. Right, exactly. Yeah. So he, that's like the third uh, draftable Guy oh, that we've talked about so easy. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy that uh, we picked up at undrafted free that that'll belong to that uh, offensive line department is uh, Drake Jackson, center out of Kentucky. He's also a senior, six two, two ninety two. A little bit, uh, a little on the small side to be playing center, but if you watched any tape of this guy, you know this kid has agility like you would not believe. He he pushes these big guys around. And he's tough, right? He's tough guy. Leverage. He, yep. Yeah, he's short. They 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 give him uh, some shit about having short arms, but well, that's what six two. Yeah, well, it's still, but that's what he gets that lower leverage. Right. What, you know, do you have his arms? No, I do not. I do not. No, and if I it's did, a weird I, question. And, and if that's I did, I would truly give them back. Okay, so I would give them back. I would give them back. Good but answer. he was a two-time second team All Pac-12. Oh two, right. 2019, 2020. So I really like this guy. You know, yeah, short so arms, inner, good if vision. That, if that makes any and recovery well, speed wait, too. Who are we talking about? We're talking about uh, oh, uh, that Drake Jackson guard from. 
Notre the guard, Dame. The, the, kid, the center, oh, center, the center from, from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's got short arms, but he's got really good vision. I Pac-12. Stenberg. Pac-12. They're in the Pac-12. Pac-12. I got it right here. How does the Kentucky get into the Pac-12? Well, that's what I got right here. Because that while well, Jake Jackson was two-time second team, all unless he's a transfer, that could be. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Yeah. But look yeah, into no, that. I mean, you know, Kentucky. No, he was there with uh, with uh, Stenberg. Stenberg. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. So yeah, at. he's been in, in Kentucky. So um, and they run the ball. Yes. Right. You know, and he's an undersized center. You know, with Maulers around him, but you know, he reminds you a little bit of like Max Unger. Max was never really over three hundred pounds. This kid, this guy, really good vision on the line. Yeah, but shoot, you know, it wouldn't be much to, to gain five, eight, ten pounds. Right. Oh, absolutely. So his his awareness is incredible. hard at all. Three hundred. His awareness is incredible. On one play, you saw him. He back up and he took off, took out the defensive end coming in, and then another linebacker started shooting through, and he moved over and took him out too. Nice. And the pass went complete, 10, 12 yards down the field. That, yeah, he's got really good awareness. I, that's uh, these I see like man, these guys got really. Hey, you know, I don't, we're not going to get rid of our center, that's for sure. But, no, but you know, we do need a good backup. Absolutely, and so we there's do. competition there, and this is really, you know, a nice job by these guys again of doing, you know, just just grabbing guys that they see that that have talent, and have potential. Yep. You know, and that's um, and out of the thirteen, there's nine, the top, the first nine there that we just cover all the offensive side. So. Um, I think they figured. Well, we we added maybe we went four defense on you know <laughs> in the <laughs> draft <laughs> three offense you know so we will go a little heavier on the offense. But uh, no, no, no. We got one more offensive guy we didn't talk about, Tommy. That was uh, that? the guy that we got the undrafted free agent that we got on the second day. Uh, Eric Heim, guard, Minnesota State, Ben Cato. Man, Cato State. No, it's Minnesota State. Bad Cato. Yeah, I, I've heard it both. Right, ways. I remember <laughs> him, but is he on the actual? Is he yeah, yeah. The, they, they, he was uh, on the transactions right here on May 4th, the the Star Wars Day. Yeah, then he signed long snapper Scott Daly and guard Evan Heim. So that gotcha. he is on the 90, and he is 6'3", 307. 19.1% body fat. Has a 5 point flat 40, just 5.0 oh, yeah. flat. Yeah. About the same yep. as, as Sewell's. Yep. And uh, did a short shuffle 4.45. Had a 7.603 code. 29 inch vertical. 9 foot broad drum. And 24 reps on the bench press. He started 43 games at left tackle. 11 at right tackle. He's a senior. In his senior year, he was named first team All-American in District 2. Logan Stenberg. At, okay, here's a little smart fact. Uh, smart be, fact. Between Logan Stenberg, Evan Brown, Drake Jackson, Tommy Kramer, Eric Heim, of all these guys, Brown, Evan Brown, is the only one with NFL snaps. And That's he's correct. 82 snaps. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so, that, yo, it, yeah. So basically, what you're doing is you're you're still looking for your third string center for training camp. Right, you know, need snaps. You know, yeah. I think Evan. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he actually played the one game that he did play last year. Yeah, he? He, yeah. I thought so. I we, Richard and I were talking earlier. Yeah, Ragnall missed the one game with the fro- oh, throat. That's right, the throat oh, thing. Oh, yes, that's right. That's what it was. Evan yeah. Brown started yep. that game. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Ragnall. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Are in order. My word. You know, the, more, just deserved. Yeah, big, know, time. big time. My word. Yep, the richest man, setter, richest setter. He broke his NFL. throat. <laughs> he broke his throat. <laughs> Give him the money. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy's pretty good size, too, you know. So there's, there's some really good competition yeah. at... The guard spot now. It's not just Logan Stenberg and Jonah Jackson, you know. So right, yeah, and that's that's good because and Halapula body Halapula body Yeah, I think he's going to be the one that kind of saves our ass this year. If if that one of the undrafted well, he's free getting agents. paid to. We'll see if he's capable of doing right. it. Right, if he gets beat out, you know, we'll probably. I don't know. Would we eat that much? If we release them, or we I keep don't think we death. would release them. I mean, no, it's yeah. a great as a backup. This great, great as a backup. We yeah, his depth. If if nothing yeah. else, I mean, he's solid enough. He's just not right. what you want. Top notch caliber for seventeen games. And right. I suspect that they will, you know, add another guard next year. Well, they want to get their yeah. money's worth out of yeah. one way or another. You know, so well, yeah. kind of almost half. I, I, right. Exactly. Yeah. It, as it is, even with him. As your starting right guard, they're still saying we're top five offensive yeah, well, line. top ten. I've heard, I know nobody really well, wants to give Detroit top, top five anything, you know, so. Uh, well, that's heard, the only thing I've that we're really going to be good at, possibly defensive line as well. I see it, you know? Tubby, I do. I yeah, see your vision. Yeah, it is uh, a hell of a lot different of vision than it was two weeks ago. Right. Right. Right, a um, little bit, little bit yeah. for sure, and uh, you know, a part of that is uh, well goes back to what our last four guys on the UDFAs that that we haven't covered quite yet. Right, right. There were no defensive tackles at, uh, taken as a undrafted free agent this year. We, we you started. No, no, no defensive tackles. Linebacker. You know, linebackers, defensive backs, yeah. no defensive ends. I mean, they, they what do we put, have for linebacker? They, they, Randy? We, we got there, Travante Beckett from Tra- Marshall. Yep, yep. They, they put a lot of a lot of just on the defensive tackles. They put a lot of capital into those defensive tackles. Yeah, absolutely. There, there, there wasn't, and you've got a lot of guys. There's a lot of tweeners like uh, uh, Jay Sean Cornell and uh, Penasini and Hand that are. All kind of vying for spots. Uh, I don't think you needed to to hammer defensive tackle in with the UDFAs. No, not at all. That's, no, that's, no, we got a bunch of UDFA tackles right. already. Go for linebackers and DBs with your sure. UDFAs. Well, we're about to talk about. Yeah, Travante Beckett out of Marshall, uh, senior, five eleven, two twenty. Uh, they actually, you know, they're yep. saying he's a little bit undersized for quarterback. They think he might transition to safety, which I well, think that is safety size. But in right. today's NFL, that can also be linebacker size, depending on 
your speed, your you know your yeah. coverability. And the, you know. the fact that you just really need him for his special teams, probably. <laughs> but no, I mean, if he's fast, I mean, he can run play safety. If he can win a spot, yeah, that's great. Um, but what is that, the fifth safety? Four, fourth safety? Fifth safety? At that point, which spot is he? Are you kidding me? I, I mean, <laughs> we upgrade the safety and, and linebacker. Who cares which number it is? Well, yeah, I'm just... I mean, yeah. if he can make it, he could, you know... We don't have a lot of depth in either, either spot. Yeah, right. well, you know, right. he is like like that... Uh, uh, who's the safety? That Killebrew. Miles Killebrew. You know, he is Killebrew's size. I mean, Killebrew was, what, 5'11", 5'10", 222, I believe. There you go. You know, I would so. have said 230, but yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Well, we can circle back on, on Beckett, too, as far as, you know... Right. When we talk about... You know, how, how these guys might make the roster when you look at, when we're done here, we can talk a little bit about guys that still might not make it. Right, okay. yeah. Yeah, and be honest with you, Tubby, I think Beckett is one of those guys that probably won't make the, the 53. I think I see him more so as, as fighting for a spot on the practice squad. So, But that's me. Mm -hmm. That's me. Yep. Yeah, no, and that's, no, I do too. that's really, that's going to be most of these 13 UGFAs sure. or 16 UGFAs. Right? <laughs> well, not necessarily, but yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Your, you know. We're going to get, whole, if we get three or four UGFAs to make the team, that's like four times what usually happens. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, was Beckett the only linebacker we yes, it, it's he necessarily yeah. so far the, the, right. the, of that initial 13, yeah. unless we've added more beyond that. I just, well, just no, want to add that. We it, did it, add to it, but we did not add a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to add that UDFAs are an essential part of your 53-man roster and team building structure. Oh, big time. It's, it's, yeah. it's and that's one thing it really has missed been missed with the Lions yeah. roster building. You're right. looking for special teams here. Yeah, instead yeah, of it, draft picks like Killebrew. We love Killebrew, sure. but he doesn't need to be a draft pick. It used to be well, like in back the in the round. day when, when, they, mm. when they brought in undrafted free agents there, they were like campfire, you know, it's like not expected to make a team. And, and yeah, they had like 90% chance against them, you know, so, sure. you know, so I, I like now today is I like seeing these these teams utilizing these undrafted free agents as you know hey this guy wasn't a star but man what a hell of an athlete let's give him a shot you yeah. know and I I always give Randy crap about spending time, yeah, time on the UDFAs because oh, man, I, I love this thing. they're not gonna make the team man yeah you know, the underdog I, I want them to yeah. but well our starting just, running back Jamal Williams is gonna is a UDFA so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but this, you know, this was the old Lions. Well, just getting not old Lions, but older years, you know, the other years. That were, it's not the way they're doing things, man. UDFAs no. aren't making the team. Oh, it's too bad. Oh, yeah, I don't you know. know. What are you talking about? He's talking about the, the Lions. He's talking about just in general. The Lions. Just talking between me and him that, that we used to argue a lot about undrafted free agents. Yeah. I see the value of them. He don't. No, I, I, <laughs> two I, I do. Three, two to three every year. Yeah, let's move on to the last three defensive backs that, yeah. are, that are UDFA. We'll start with A.J. Parker from Kansas State. Yeah, he got a reported uh, $35,000 guarantee. A little boost there. Yep, 5'11", 179. Little guy. So look, like he's going to be possibly the slot guy. 
He's got 33 games starter, and uh, he's played the nickel and quarterback. So mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes with AJ. Uh, who we got yeah, next? I think huh? they really liked him. You know, that's a, oh. that's a, you know, obviously they gave him a little bonus, but yeah. And then uh, Jerry Jacobs out of Arkansas. Do you have anything on Jerry? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. He runs a four four eight forty. Not bad. No, he's Dang. a senior and another transfer. Well, I got that right. Five ten two zero eight. That's okay. so hard to get He track uh, of. opted out of twenty twenty after four games. Okay. And let's see. He had an ACL injury, and and again could switch to safety. So right. So or nickel. I mean, this is right. Nickelbackers. Five ten, over well over two hundred pounds. You know, if he can move and, and maneuver, but the ACL, you know, yeah, yep, it's got to recover from that. Kind of keep an eye on that. But that is where yeah. you want to get your injury risks, right? Is your UDFAs? You don't yes. want to draft them, right? Okay. And the last one, D'Angelo Amos, yeah, from Virginia. Uh, another senior, you know, they, they, they're big on seniors, sure. and we like that. Uh, Mature kids. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 601-91. This guy is your return specialist, there more so than anything. This, uh, they got special gotcha. teams guy. We need another one. Yep, he needs work on his DB work, but really good run blocker in a red zone. Oh, nope, that was Diederick Mills. Never mind about that. So, but yeah, so he's got some footwork to do, but DB DB work, you know. So, but he's he's that's not his job. His job would probably return specialist. So I don't know if it's yeah. He's done some yeah. He's done some returning. So there's some value there, you know. At the back end. Here's the thing with UDFAs. Yes, you know, there's a lot of times with, hey, first of all, Ford, you know, a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. Right Ford, right. Ford was a UDFA. He was. CJ uh, Moore. Moore, Moore yep. is yep. UDFA. Yep. Um, I'm uh, sure I can rattle off a few more. Probably Hunter Bryan, I, I know, left and came back on the IR. And probably all that. Victor Bolden and Tom Kennedy here, I think, are both UDFAs. Oh, well, Tom right. hasn't really made it up to the 53. Or, but he has been yeah. kept on the on the, on the practice squad yeah. for a while. And, and he, was, he was one of the guys I was championing, actually. Yeah. You know, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, I pick and choose. Yeah. I don't yeah. blanket yeah. all of the UDFAs out as, as you know, as... <laughs> You know, risks camp or, fodder. or camp fodder, but but most of them are, and that's you know just percentage, well, sure, percentages, and and yeah, you, you want two or three every year, but yeah. that isn't has not been the average the last five years. That's you know you get a one, maybe two. Well, to me that and depends do, on and your those, and the ones that it's you all got. you really need every year. If you yeah. get one or two every year, but I mean, kind of. I'm like one. Me. What UDFAs relies back to is how good your scouts are and how good your front office recognizes talent. Okay, that's where your UFDAs are going to be your most effective. <laughs> USDA <laughs> prime <laughs> choice. Prime toy. Undrafted free agents. Yeah. So, but, but no, that that's yeah. that's how it is. If your if your scouts are good and your front office is good at recognizing talent. That your undrafted free agents are going to be successful as well. Yeah. Maybe not right away, cause, but you are always carry no, practice I mean, squad. Bottom line is this: I mean, the, the roster has still got a long ways to go. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're, you know, Lion fans always everybody. seem to think that we've got a great roster and we should be winning a lot of games, and we just don't. 
No, the, and, we, and, they have it for a long time. No, we had Stafford. And, you know, and everybody, yeah, oh, you know, oh, oh, Stafford team. sucks. We just need to get, you know, draft a rookie, you know. Yeah. And then, then as soon as he gets hurt, we go 0 oh, and 8. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, I, we can, no, I mean, Stafford carried this, this group of guys so long he broke his freaking back doing it. I mean, you know. A couple of times. I don't blame him for wanting to get out of here for a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's go someplace where you can win. You yeah, know? so they're, you know, so they're building a little differently. Yeah. And it's going to take a couple of years. And I think they know it, but they uh -huh. want to start out strong. Yep. They just don't want to go out and get their butts kicked. They Hell want no. guys that will Which that is will what everybody them. thinks is going to happen this year. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Sure it is. I mean, but, you know, uh, yeah, I think they're like low at five. Vegas got them five wins, something like that. Yeah, which is what they got last year, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, and they don't have anybody else lower than that. Right, Hansa or Hansa, whoever. Hansa, well, he what, put us what, in yeah, 32. Put us 32. Yeah, yeah. Power rankings. Yeah. It's How can early. we be below Houston? <laughs> I mean, come on. I think they're going to uh, surprise people simply ridiculous. because we're strong in the trenches. Right. If Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah. don't come back to to the north this year, then we probably got a pretty good chance of winning. Houston. <laughs> a little higher chance, I should say. I'm not saying that Detroit's going to win this oh, with the North, but yeah. you know, I I I would really like That's love to see Aaron Rodgers come back to Detroit for one more year. I really would, but yeah. everybody thinks so, but other people think not. And, but this is not a hey, podcast. They drafted Kyle Trask, so Trask. Uh, Aaron don't want to go back. You know, you don't have to. All right. So, no, I shouldn't have to. <laughs> no. So, Lord. Yes, I know. And speaking of which, what else? Uh, speaking of the front office, there was we had some there transaction. Was a, uh, so, well, so we lost three scouts. Uh, that's what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, he, uh, Holmes cleaned house a little bit with three, you so know, under guys, under guys that came in with other regimes, you know. Different looks, yeah. outlooks, you know, types it's of somewhat things. expected, though. Yeah, absolutely. Over, yep. Yeah, and, that, and this is when you do it. People don't realize that, yeah, this is the typical time when you roll over your scouts. Um, you, Especially you when you a regime. Well, they spend the whole year building up to the draft. To the draft is their whole got, job. Yeah, and then, and then you evaluate them, and then you move yeah. on. At you that you point, fire them so. while they're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I wish my boss would have fired me on vacation. I wish you didn't give me a damn vacation. <laughs> right. Give me a vacation and fire me. <laughs> uh, and there was an addition, too. They, they hired uh, a guy from Carolina, the... I don't know if I've 18. heard that they've actually hired him yet. I've heard that he's hot on their on the list. I've I've, I've nobody's I'm, actually reported I've, that. They've oh hired. yeah, what was that yeah, guy's Mr. name again? Is Martin something Martin? I believe. Yeah, Mike Martin. Mike Martin from yeah, yeah. Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Eighteen Panthers. eighteen yeah. years of experience. Seems like he has a relationship with um, with uh, Brad. Yes, you know, he has a long time relationship with Brad Holmes. Brad or somebody in the organization. That yeah, it was Brad. Did. Yeah, okay, yeah. I've got Rod Miles. Miles, he's the guy that was let go with two other guys. That, so, I don't, he was the college scouting yeah, coordinator. Yeah, college, college scouts, scouts. Yeah. Um, you know, and regional or area scouts, a couple of area scouts. So, he, yeah, he's going to bring in, I mean, hey, you know, that's what Brad did, right? He was... He, for so many years, so he knows what he wants to see out of these people, and 
you got to realize that the majority of the office and all these, the scouting department is, is pretty much still intact. There's a lot of guys there that have been trusted throughout multiple regimes now, you know, and, yep. but each one adds a few of them. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. Well, we did leave out one undrafted free agent. Oh. Who's that? Actually, two. Good uh, log snapper, Scott Daly. Yeah, you can't mention him, but you right. know. Yeah, another daughter, Dave guy. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, who was the other one? Uh, this we, is the I guy thought, that... I thought we mentioned both of them. Yeah, the other guy was the guy that we... They talked about it all week. They mentioned it on Twitter, but we can't find it in the transactions. The uh, safety, safety, Nick Pickett. Nick oh, I Pickett. see. Yeah. Right. It was, yeah. yeah he we, said he signed, but then it was not actually a sign. It's so. just to say Detroit hasn't really confirmed it yet. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so Sometimes they come in for a visit and whatnot, but, you know, getting yeah, that final yeah. deal done, you know, I don't know. So the long snapper, uh, here's a question yeah, for here's you guys. Yeah, here's a good, I got a question. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Would you rather, it's one of those kind of questions, have, uh, yeah, or Don Mulbach stay on, be our long snapper for another couple years, and the Lions make the playoffs, and do you want Mulbach or a new guy? Mulback back? Mulback back, right? After two years? No. Do you want Mulback in there to muff a snap during the playoffs because he's old and have that as his lasting reputation two years from now? Two years from now. Yeah, probably not going to happen. Right. Or do you want a new guy in there to get him experience that muffs muffs a snap? But because he just and then takes us to the playoffs. Well, no, that's not. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm asking the question. Oh, well, I thought the, that's where you're directing. No, me. I wasn't. I was going a whole different area. All that comes out in camp. Man. You're still talking. Well, you're taking yeah. too long. Yeah, I, you are. Because you guys are talking over me. No, yeah. you're just taking so, too long. No. Well, so do, do you want Mulback in three years to? Be the guy that muffs the snap, or the guy that takes over for him after two years that muffs the snap. Well, to well, the difference is the guy that muffs the snap in two years could be the guy that takes over now and doesn't muff the snap in two years when you oh. actually make the playoffs for the first time. How do you know he's going to muff the snap? Well, I'm just saying. Well, okay, so it's now, a he's hypothetical. Re- now he's rewriting the story. So go ahead. No, this is no, no. Story. Yeah, sure. sure. Right. Sure. Do you want Mulbach's reputation? Exactly. Get it over with now. Yeah. Get your young long snapper in there to make his misses now can instead of in the playoffs in later. Now you can because I finally got to make my points. Thank you, Rich. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think it, I think this kid's got a chance to make the team just as long it, only if Buell retires. Which I can see very easily happening, even possibly this year. Didn't I just spend five minutes on that? But, no, but here's the thing. Not, Bill was, he, he hasn't retired, Rich. Yeah, I was you didn't to, bring up retirement at all. I did. I said hey, you should. Hey. Yeah, a new guy now. <laughs> so, so, 
Did you not point. get your minute? I did. But I had to reinforce well, it. You didn't hear it. My point is, is I think Bobak has been here long enough as to where it, they're going to leave it up to him. Yes, and moving into that, that he goes point. back so far that he was on the O and 16 team, you know, that Dan Campbell was technically on, even though he wasn't really in Detroit. Um, he was well, he home. was injured. Yeah, injured. he was injured. Preseason. Yep, yeah, got injured in preseason, missed the whole season. So, which was too bad. You know, it we could have used them. <laughs> Maybe we would have been one in fifteen. Well, yeah, we probably gotten two or three games out of there, run the ball well enough to you know come out with some wins. So, so yeah, he might you know actually be going. Yeah, you know what? You exactly. Know, we're kind of rolling everything over. They're rolling a lot over. They're rolling a lot over. I, they're making yeah, a I can old see. Team. I can see Billbot hanging out right through camp, and it like. They decide right there that, okay, I'm going to retire. Then the new guy takes over. I can see that happening this year. I mean, how old is he? He's right. like, it's, how old is he? 45? No. No, like 38, 39 or so. You know, he's close to 40. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. You'd like him to, you know, go, hey, you know, this cat's pretty good. I think I can, I can turn it over to him. Right. Yeah. Right. And retire. And, yeah. And you don't have to cut him now. Yeah. You let him teach the kid. Yeah. 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 Get in there as competition yeah. and go, yeah. Exactly you know it. Yeah. So. Because that, 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 that was my biggest worry with my question that took too long, according right. to you guys. I, I think. It, I don't want his reputation to be sullied in any way. I don't want him to be over the hill and, and miss <laughs> no. more snaps. I can see the bill coming back and being you know, a good a beast, ambassador. Man. I can see yeah. him, you yeah. know, but I can yeah. see him playing this year, too, if, if, the front office or the coaching staff don't think that Scott Daly or the, whoever else they bring in, a third guy, or if, if sure. they do, you know, yeah. probably not, but, you know, it, yeah. who's going to be they, better? They miss, know, missed out on It's cheese, an actual man. NFL competition here, Rich, you know, so. Well, we got a new kicker, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. who knows? Well, who knows? Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe just turn the whole thing over. What's his but name we'll from see. Cincy? We'll see. You know, maybe the old mule's got, you know, the old knee-biting grit that, that Dan's looking for, you know. Yeah, he's been you know, here almost 20 years. He can come in and growl at a few guys, you know. And knock it out for another year or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys see so that? I mean, who, yeah, who might have doubt the mule, right? <laughs> Did you guys see that picture when Dow Mulebach was signing his, signing his contract? There was that big 1934 behind him. Yeah, one of the guys from I think it was POD said said yeah, and this was the actual year that Dodd actually first started playing <laughs> for for the nineteen thirty four. You know, he's been here a long time, but I I, I think he's I really think that he might move on this year at his old leisure. Yeah, you know? it's so, a good possibility. Yeah. Good but possibility. Why else would they? Draft a long snap. Right. We were well, shocked. They didn't. Yeah. Or they bring one in, you know. Yeah, so, they didn't. Yeah. Have to they snap. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they always bring in another guy for camp. Yeah, you, you have to have an extra. You know. Right. Yeah. You know, two special teams, two of everything in special teams, three of everything with the rest of the, you know, with the rest of the. Team. Well, a couple of years ago, they brought that kid in from the UP. Actually, four of everything basically. Was selling cars up in the UP. They 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 brought him in. Did pretty good. Told him to come back in a few years. <laughs> but right. that that regime is no longer with us. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. yeah. so overall, you know, I've seen a lot of good uh, national talk uh, guys around the NFL um, that have talked about you know not just the draft but the UDFA's overall that 
you know, Brett did a pretty outstanding job. Outstanding. Yeah, know, absolutely. Top, top five, yep. top four, you know, in the NFC. Um, just overall, you know, really solid as well. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, top four for in the NFC for UDFAs alone. Yeah, yeah. And the draft then, you know, kicks it up a notch. Yep. Um, yep. I've I've seen uh, people putting the Lions as number one in the draft just out of the sheer value of only the seven picks. Yeah, and the value they got out of them. All. Yeah, because yeah. other teams had more picks, but they didn't get the value out of all of eleven. Right. Right. So, right. Um, you know, it, even the people that had them, the Lions at top three or four or five or seven, you know. Uh, you could easily make the case that, well, this guy was that, and this guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, well, yeah. that's real exciting to hear. I, 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 I didn't read anything out of that. That's, that's yeah. really oh, yeah. exciting. And, and oh, yeah. that's, that's a guy that I, I watch, uh, uh, what's it, Vach Lombardi on yeah, U- Lombardi's YouTube. Yeah, Lombardi's good. Yeah, yep. and he's a Dallas Dallas guy, but he cover, covers the NFL. And, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, he put us, put the Lions at number one in his draft pickings. Yep. Yeah, I want to mention a couple of podcasts that I that sure. I that Go I watch. Uh, yeah, uh, one Pride podcast with Micro Mike. I really like that guy. Yeah, Micro Mike's good. He's got a lot of good content from Detroit, and, and, and his guests are really really cool. Well, matter of fact, one of his guests I, I don't even remember his name, but he's got a podcast called Necessary Roughness, I believe. Okay. Good. Yeah, yep, I've heard it, that. Yep. yep. And uh, he, that's that's a good one to watch. And uh, Orum's Forum. Mark Orem, another guy that was on uh, Mike or Mike's one uh, one Pride podcast, uh, and then but my favorite, which has been this <laughs> this week, is uh, Breaking Bread with Herman Moore and <laughs> Lois Brown. All right. Oh man, those yeah. guys are fun to watch. I, you got to watch those guys for sure. It, 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 their insight for being with the team for as long as they have, and the insight they have with the players that we have now, that you, know, you guys should watch some of this. The, uh, Herman Board. Yeah, uh, they did a nice one with actually Jeremy Reisman from yeah, Pride. Yeah, they did. Pride I Detroit see that. Yeah, yeah. Saw this that last week. So, yeah, really entertaining stuff. You know, good content from all of them. You know, enjoy listening with, the, yeah, with all it, these podcasts. And we especially uh, enjoy all the people that, that uh, uh, tune in to us from all over the world, uh, yep. several con- outside countries. Yeah, shoot. 19 and all. Yeah, 19 and 20 if you count uh, the old 50 United States. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and speaking yeah. of which, I want to give a shout out to uh, a, a Twitter bud, uh, Dark Lion. Uh, hey, it's been great talking with you all week, and uh, hey, go Lions. And uh, don't forget about the damn dishes. Uh, inside <laughs> joke there. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I got that same joke in my house, but I'm, I'm the only one listening <laughs> to it. Over there, so was, yeah, I'm forgetting. What the and dishes. if we have any guys uh, and gals out uh, out of the country that in our forces that are tuning in, hey, we especially appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank appreciate you for your service. Right. And yep. uh, we hope you keep you entertained uh, while you're doing your duty here. Give you a little Appreciate slice of home. That. Yeah. There you go. And there I would like go. to mention, too, that Dark Lion is from England. Yeah. yeah so, there you go. So, Num- just behind Mexico on the, the ladder of hierarchy here. So <laughs> get some of your friends together and uh, listen us up. Yeah. We even have some, right, even have some fans down there in Mexico. So it's awesome. Thank, yeah. thank you to everyone. And up there in Canada, you are number two. 
number two, number two. Number two at 3%. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Nope. And uh, it's the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast, at M66NDLP on Twitter. Randy's at Wooden Tunes 2. Tom's at Tom Twitter. Myself, that guy Dickie at oh, you changed Piss Poor it. Picker. No, it's... it's my, I'm not myself. Okay, I'm that right. guy Dicky at Pittsburgh Packers, right? Because that's the at Pittsburgh Packers. So they would look for Wooden Tune at Wooden Tunes Two, right? And you would be, uh, what is it? No Tom Twitter at, at Tom Twitter, Twitter Tom. Tom. Yeah. yeah. Go Lions. Go Lions. Go Lions. One pride.